Three, make it easy for customers to come back. Welcome to Service Design Principles. I'm Guy Martin, joined by the author of the Service Design Principles series of books, founder of the Swiss Innovation Academy, and service design practitioner, the energetic Daniela Catalanotto. Hi, Guy. It's such a pleasure to hear your voice again. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now, each episode, if you're new to this podcast, we look at one of the principles from uh, from your book, uh, Daniela, uh, Service Design Principles 1 to 100. And today, it's principle number three, make it easy for customers to come back. Now, if you want to turn a first-time customer into a repeat customer, you have to make it easy. So instead of starting with the ideal situation where we're making it easy for customers to come back, can you give an example of where this doesn't happen? What's the negative example? Where are people or are businesses making it hard for customers to come back? Okay, so a good example is uh, in, Swiss, in Switzerland, we have this thing where every year you have to decide where you put your uh, health insurance again. Okay. Uh, because every year the prices change and a lot of us, you know, just move to the cheapest one uh, every year. And as the cheapest one is very is different every year, we just have to change every year. Mm-hmm. But what happens, and this happened to me this year, is that sometimes you come back to one that you already been to. Right. Uh, and so what happens is that I have to refill all the same stuff that I had to fill two years ago. You know? And it's like, but you already have that kind of information. So, and I've been already a customer. And so why can't I just say, hey, I'm back. It's okay. Or the same happens uh, you know, with phone companies. We have the same thing with phone companies in Switzerland where uh, for uh, mobile, uh, mobile plants, you know, they, some, one year is the cheapest one is in that one and the next year it's another one. And mm-hmm. so basically you've been, almost any of us have been co- the customer of all of them at one time in our, our life. But every time you go back, they will just say, okay, I have to make a completely new profile. For right. You. Oh, I, I get this with hotels. Yeah. Like I go and I visit a hotel, I've made the booking, they have all my information. Um, I'm a loyalty customer even at, at some of these places, right? So they have more than, than the normal business would have about me. And I come up to the desk and they give me the registration card and it's completely empty. <laughs> it's like, but I, you already have this information. Why do I have to fill out my name again and my address and you know my phone number and my passport number? And But you already have this. Why couldn't you just print this out and I'll sign it for you? Or even let me sign it digitally or something like this. Uh, it's so frustrating. So it makes me less likely, even though I'm a loyalty customer, to say, well, what's what's the benefit of my, my loyalty here? Why did I set up this profile if, uh, if it's no use and I have to spend all this time um, refilling out all of this information? It's so frustrating. Yeah, indeed. And, and obviously, you know, people will tell us, yeah, but it, it's, it's because of the privacy laws, you know. And, and then... I'm not, a, I'm not a legal expert, but I would assume that there is a way to say when you close a contract, uh, please keep the basic data about me in your registry because I might come back. And, or say, please remove everything. You know? Because obviously, you know, there is data that they don't need because uh, it might change and stuff. But say, hey, uh, my name, my birth date, you know, everybody has that. Doesn't, I don't feel... Uh, that is a problem that every company in Switzerland knows that I'm 34 years old. It's okay. Uh, and I think there, we always, we often hide behind the, the legal stuff where we say, yeah, but it's a big legal problem. And often if you speak with a good lawyer, you know, uh, they will tell you, oh, it's not so complicated after all. You just have to be clear on, in the contract. Yeah, we, we just have to ask them, <laughs> get their consent. 
but that, but then that, that 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 takes effort as well because then you need a mechanism to manage that consent and to hold the information even if they're not a customer. So maybe it's the more difficult path, but it's it's better for the customer, right? It makes it easier. Yeah, definitely. And that's where small businesses have a have a big big chance, I think, today. Uh, you know, often service design is, is practiced by the big companies, but it's hard for them because if you want to do that at scale, you know, it's super hard. But when you are, you know, a cafe or, or a boulangerie, uh, a bakery, you know, and, and you're, you're just one or two, you know, if you do some exercises, you know, to improve your memory, you don't even have to write anything and have legal problems of storage. You know, you just remember that this is Guy and Guy loves his croissant. Right. You know, and it's okay, you know. And as you are a small company, you can do that easily in your mind, which there is no legal framework for what you can store in your mind, you know. And so you have an unfair advantage here. Yeah, that, that reminds me actually of, um, I have a local coffee shop uh, and they came in uh, several years ago and uh, I thought, okay, I like my coffee. I come from, from Melbourne, which is the coffee capital of Australia. Uh, and I moved to, to Denmark to a, a town called Viola. Um, and uh, the coffee culture is not quite the same as it is in Melbourne. So uh, I'm looking for good coffee. This guy just opened up. Uh, so I visited his store and, uh, and got a coffee. It was a good coffee. So I thought, all right, I'll come back here. And the next time I came back here, he said hello. He didn't know my name at that point, uh, but said, oh, you want a, a, a tall cafe latte, right? You want a big cafe latte. And yeah, okay, thanks. So already I'm, I'm saying, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about. And uh, we established this relationship. He got to know me, my name. And it was just a really pleasant experience every time I went in there. So it was very easy for me to return, right? I didn't even like other coffee shops started opening up. And I was like, eh, I, I don't even feel I need to try that because I have what I want here right? There's no friction coming back here. And you know, brand loyalty, I mean, it only goes so far, right? So if there's as much friction to remain a customer as there is to turn to a competitor, then you already have the customer. Make it easy for them to stay. If you make it hard for them to stay or harder than it is for them to go somewhere else, they'll go somewhere else. I guess there's, look, there's lots of research or lots of people trying to understand how do I make my customers more loyal? And, and this is probably one of the easiest ways, right? Is you, you, just, you just make it easy for them to return. Yeah. And, and this return, you know, it can be the return of having a relationship. A coffee is a good example, you know. It's all something that starts, ends every day, you know. But also there are relationships where you are uh, with a company with a subscription and then you end it because maybe you don't need it anymore for that time, but you, you still might like it and you say, hey, I don't use it anymore now, but I know maybe in a year I'm going to use it again. And so I think there are, there are these two moments with, which are little endings. You know, there are the big endings and there are the small endings. Small endings happen a lot. You know, and if we can go, go become better at those small endings and understanding that Oh, even if it ended now and we will restart tomorrow, maybe I can remember something of this interaction to give it back the day later. Like the coffee guy did, you know, saying, ah, you took a, a grande latte. Ah, and that's, oh, that's really cool. Obviously, you need to train your memory. You need to do a bit of work. And here again, small businesses, oh my God, they have this unfair advantage. For sure, I mean, like I mean, as you mentioned subscriptions, 
And the video streaming services, there's so many of them. So now people are starting to uh, cancel. Like when their favorite show ends, they'll cancel and they'll go to another service. They won't have five services running at once because that's really expensive. So they'll pick and choose and it will be seasonal, right? When when my show ends after 10 episodes or 20 episodes, I'll cancel. I'll go to another service and watch another show. But then next year, when the new season is on, I want to come back. And if I'm coming back and you've already got my favorites there and my preferences and all of that sort of thing, that makes it really easy. I'm one of the guys doing that with Disney. Uh, so sometimes I just just because, you know, the Star Wars series are very good, uh, but I don't need all the rest. And so basically uh, I'm taking again the, the subscription. And what's lovely to me is that when I take it again, basically I have all the things already saved. And it knows that the last time I came, I came from this series. So it shows me, is it this one that you want to look? Because we know you're back, which is super cool. Fantastic. Great conversation. Thanks very much, uh, Daniele, again. Um, And we'll see you on uh, principle number four. Thanks so much. Bye. The Service Design Principles podcast is hosted by me, Guy Martin, with Daniela Catalanotto. Music by Mikhail Smusev. This is a production of Neolux Consulting.